Because that's what that's what the people deserve. They deserve extra. That's what they people deserve want. it. And that's me. I'm a, I over deliver. Over deliver. <laughs> yes. That's always what, been a thing. For me. You know that. What's that that term like? Uh, under something, over deliver. What's under that? promise. Under under promise and oh, over yeah. deliver. That 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 could also be the name of our podcast. <laughs> yes. Fine with under- me. That's, that's, my, that's my credo. That's my credo. <laughs> that's how I live my life. You're looking good, Rob. Bushy mustache. mustache. Coming in. Yeah. I'm gonna ask you a question right now. How much longer is that gonna be on? <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. I truly don't know. What does I, your family think about it? Are they okay with it? They're over it. Um <laughs> They're, they, uh, you know, they mocked me for the first, you know, whatever, four weeks. And then now they've embraced it or they're just numb to it. But they are going to, when I shave it off, they're going to miss it. Because this this bad boy is real deal Holyfield. Oh, I just want to be able to do that. Like where you just like breath, like you just rub it. Oh, it's so good. You pet so it. Right. Like it's some sort of weird animal on your face. When I put on my cowboy hat, it all comes together. It, it comes together in such a way I can't even describe. Yeah, your pickup truck, your cowboy hat, and your giant mustache. Yeah, I'm actually thinking about just getting on the road with my cowboy hat and my truck and just driving around America and just telling everybody, take a look, and if you don't like it, suck it. <laughs> and then go on to the next town, and then just go on to the next town from there. You know? Making my way. Making yeah. my way. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Have well, you had a good week? It has been a uh, just another fascinating week. Um, I'm actually yep. thinking about, about the stash real quick. I'll, I'll move off it, I promise. Um, have you ever uh, seen True West, the Sam Shepard play? No. It's a classic. It's an American classic. Got it. But uh, one, of the, one of the characters, uh, Lee, in it, this is what I always envisioned Lee would look like. So I just went and read the thing again, and I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll do. Maybe I'll do a play. I haven't done that in, a, in, in a, like since I was in my twenties. Nice. So yeah, yeah. Anyway, I would love. That's yeah, what, I haven't done a play. Doing. Go ahead. I was like, I don't think I've done a play since college. Like I studied theater in Paris in college, you know, and like actually like my theater group from Georgia state where I graduated from is having like a little reunion on Friday night over zoom. So a theater company getting together over zoom, that should be interesting. Uh, well, good luck getting the word in edgewise. That'll yeah. be, but that'll be fun. Know. 
really cool. I, I, I gonna don't know be... if I knew that about you, Sarah. I don't know if I knew that you had studied in, in Paris. Gay Perry, yeah, yeah. I studied well, theater at the at the Sorbonne and the Comédie de l'Art. Yep, my senior year, yeah. Of college or high school? Yeah, college. College. Yeah, yeah really? just a yeah, just a semester, but it was uh it was great. It was a wonderful experience. I bet it was. That sounds yeah. I mean, that sounds amazing. How cool mm-hmm. people dream about opportunities like that. That would be yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. We had a lot of really cool professors. We saw a lot of really cool theater out there and met great people. And so, yeah, that's why it was fun to go back on my baby moon, you know, to kind of see it as an adult as opposed to seeing it as a college student. You know, you can appreciate Paris so much more as an adult. Yeah, I I think uh, I, I did minimal traveling when I was young. We just it was just not part of our life. I went down to the Lake of the Ozarks. That was about the extent of my vacation. <laughs> um, but as an adult, yeah, I, I, I'm a traveling fool. And, and they, you know, I read something the other day. It says you should. You should travel when you're young and you can embrace it and you can mm-hmm. enjoy it. Mm-hmm. You know, most people wait till they're, I'll, I'll do it when I retire. And, you know, yes, great. You can do that. Yes. But, but uh, you should get out there and travel as much as you can, I think. That's a good thing. Yeah, any opportunity that you have, even if it's not overseas, even if it's just in the States, like you should just see new things and understand new ways of life and how people live. You know, it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Travel's, travel's the best teacher. Travel's the best teacher. Now, other than that, uh, this has been a, a grinding uh, week. I'm actually getting, um, you know, inundated with requests for videos and videos and videos and videos. Fine, oh. fine, fine trying to knock out as many as I can to help as many uh, saying a lot of the same stuff. I'm surprised, but whatever, it's fine. It, it, is, it is. But, um, you know, little pieces of whatever work, you know, you can get, I'm like, let's, let's, let's go to work. What, what can I do? What can I do? And they're like, nothing. <laughs> I'm like, great. So yeah. I'm always got my eyes peeled for, for something, you know, it Some is weird or something. Yeah. It is weird not to work. You know, I mean, just being on maternity leave, it was so weird to just not work. I I didn't really know how to relax because I mean, it's been, I've worked since I was 15, just like you, you know, like I, I have always worked, you know, that, and, uh, so it was really, really hard to learn to relax. And like, now I'm like, okay, I'm done relaxing. Like I can do some more work, you know, and and I'm easing in. It's, been very difficult because the baby you know my baby isn't you know he's not quite ready to nap not in my arms we're really struggling with that right now taking naps elsewhere which is why mommy's drinking whiskey right now (laughs) you know what you're mentioning i gotta just jump in on this because i would take i would take our kids and put them in the stroller and mm-hmm. walk around the neighborhood, right? Mm-hmm. That was that was one of the things that I I, I enjoyed doing, and um, definitely gave mom a break, and you know it was just nice, right? And I would always leave, and I'd get one instruction: don't let them nap, don't let them fall asleep, because it'll screw up our you know the night the the schedule we had for them. And mm-hmm. I'd be like, I got this, babe. Don't worry about it. It's a, it's a walk in the park, but bada bing, bada boom. And I'd be walking and just kind of taking it all in. And mm-hmm. I and it was, you know, one of those bugaboos, so the cover was up and I couldn't see their face. 
And all of a sudden I realized they're awful quiet. And I'd look <laughs> and they'd be sound asleep. And I'd be like, oh God. I'd go, oh God, God, no, no, no. So I'd like actually shake them. <laughs> I'd go, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Not shake them violently or anything, but just, mm-hmm. you know, try and nudge them awake. And they, it was as if they'd been shot. They were, they were like, <laughs> They were totally out, totally out. There was no getting it back. And I yeah. sometimes, I'd, sometimes I'd go home and confess, honey. I'm like, sorry, they fell asleep. And sometimes I would just lie and just say, no, they were totally wake the whole stroller. <laughs> yeah, he he will fall asleep in the stroller, but he doesn't stay asleep long. Like he would just start crying. I, I've tried to walk him in like the carrier, like the the backpack type carrier, like the the Bjorn. Yes, he just had meltdown after meltdown being carried in that thing and then so that's you know it's like I can't I can't exercise I can't go and do anything you know because it's like I gotta get him down for a nap I gotta get him to sleep or else he's gonna be awake all night because he's like you know getting mixed up with day and night welcome to the welcome to the game welcome to the it is what it is it's for it's been the same for everybody too everybody's gone through this but yeah. It is it's it is a complete recalibration of your life. Boy, if it isn't ever. Yeah. And like and then you know you're just sitting there and you're like please go to sleep and then he's like out of it and then all of a sudden he just starts laughing and you're like wait, when do you why are you awake? <laughs> I mean it's so cute that you're laughing and it's so cute, you know. And he Film that. Film it. <laughs> film, him, film him laughing. I swear to God, yeah. you will be so glad you have that when he's older. Trust <laughs> me. It's the best. And you'll look at it all the time and it'll make you laugh. And it's the best. Yeah. I mean, we, yeah, he definitely laughs a lot. Not at me, not at Chris. He laughs. He, he laughs at the curtain. He thinks the curtain is the most hilarious thing in the whole world. <laughs> it <laughs> like, is. I'm never going to be have funnier seen- than the curtain. <laughs> For our for our listeners, uh, uh, Sarah's curtains are ridiculous. <laughs> so I, I'm totally with you on this one. I'm totally with you. Yeah, the curtain and the air vent in the ceiling, he thinks are like like his best. You know, he sees them and he just like oh, they're here. Like my friends are here. You know, like that's awesome. It's so dumb. Sarah, yeah, so. do you guys have a ceiling fan? Yeah, he likes the ceiling fan, but he doesn't love it. Not like he likes the curtain and the air vent. Does your son like the ceiling fan? He does, but I think that might be because we don't have one. So he hasn't seen one in a long time. But back when we used to go to grandma's, it was, that was wild Mm. to him. It was, you know, what what, what is this sorcery? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so funny. Yeah, we just took him to the doctor yesterday. He had to get his shots. And he screamed bloody murder, which was really difficult. And uh, he weighs like 14 and a half pounds already. And he's what, 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 what? Yeah. And he's 23 and a half inches. I put a pair of pants on him today that are for a three month old and they fit him, but they look like shorts because his little ankles stick out because his legs are so long. Well, I'm sorry, but your child's name is Cage Brockmire. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's like. What did you expect? He's gonna be. He's gonna be a badass. Yeah, he's gonna be a moose. You know, he's like, <laughs> you know, cage the rage. You know, the rage in cage. I don't even know. Oh, like, there's gonna be yeah. so many, so many. <laughs> he farts so much. To, like it is insane. 
so that we now we have this song that we sing, you know, because we've been watching that Bachelor show, Listen to Your Heart. I don't know if you've been watching that. <laughs> Listen so to your started, heart. So now we just started like, listen to my farts <laughs> all day long, like every time he farts, which is all day. So we have a good time with it, but this house Sarah, is not you have solid. a backdrop. I'm, I'm a professional. I have a backdrop of our show. <laughs> You, I you, gave you that you, backdrop. You have chosen to put up a picture of me as a freshman in college. <laughs> oh, is that a college photo? Yes, freshman yeah. year. Who takes college photos? I don't have college photos. Oh, it's a long story. I was in a fraternity. That's a fraternity picture. Oh. Taken oh. off of the composite uh, for my freshman year. I can tell. I can tell Wait, by the picture. Sigma poo or whatever. What is your Tap a keg of brew, dude? <laughs> for those of for those of us listening, you can see this at uh Facebook.com slash Riggles Picks Podcast. We're, we're gonna put the whole episode up as a video and then we'll also post this photo. Oh God. God, oh, Sarah, what are you doing to me? You as a fr- fraternity brother. Look, I just I feel like you know, you had a birthday this week. I think you still look this same age. You still look like a freshman <laughs> in college. You know, thank you, Sarah. A little, you know, just with a douchier mustache. So, you know, I just think it's like an honor to you to say, like, hey, you might be older, but mm-hmm. you still act the same as you did in college. <laughs> no, honestly, it's just the it's the outside candy shell that's changed. I'm still the same idiot that <laughs> <laughs> I was in that photo. And I wear that as a, as a badge of honor. I should be, <laughs> should be ashamed, but I'm What'd not. What did you do for your birthday? I went door to door asking <laughs> my neighbors if they wanted a fist fight. <laughs> Any uh, takers? Just, no. Everybody said, you know, they said, I'm calling the cops. Get away from me. Are you kidding? A lot of that stuff. But I was like, I'm not old. And I said, and I'll prove it in your front lawn by whipping your ass. And they were like, just go home, Rob. I think you're drunk and you know, all that stuff. And- <laughs> <laughs> just imagine your neighbors. I, I just imagine it's like Justin Bieber. And he's like, oh, here comes Riggle. <laughs> yeah, <Here's-> exactly. <laughs> With his dukes up, claiming he's a better oh, singer, Christ. way better dancer. Exactly. Exactly. He was like, oh, God, what does he want? Why is he back here? Just tell him I'm not here. I know you're in there, Bieber. I could hear you talking that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Just tell him to go away. He usually, if you give him some ice cream, it goes away. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And you're like, stop being a baby, baby, baby. I love it. It's yeah, like a real, it makes me feel so good when we never hear from Gary and then he just like, we can just hear him bust out <laughs> laughing at what we say because he can't hit the music. I'm always impressed. I'm always impressed he's still listening. <laughs> That's so true. He definitely should not be. Yeah, he should be asleep right now. <laughs> yeah. Just but passed out cold drunk. That's not how Gary does it. Gary pays his bills. And and Both takes care, yeah, and takes care of his business. That's what that's what's up. I really want to make that shirt. Gary pays his bills. Both of them. That's like my favorite. Thing to say. 
we got we got to get some merch for this show because we could make so many great t-shirts we high performance karate we got gary pays his yeah. bills um and but we couldn't put it on a shirt because gary doesn't wear a shirt so we have to make like gary you make pays his bills on pants you make we that shirt that. i'll wear it <laughs> this shirt so gary would wear a shirt <laughs> <laughs> that's what it takes that's what it takes for us to get gary to wear his clothes oh, oh my god oh somebody's got to make that shirt so i didn't do anything uh i got up early <laughs> uh, um, per usual i did i was up early enough to watch the sunrise which was a oh, very majestic nice. thing to do on such a landmark birthday so i I watched mm-hmm. the sunrise. Uh, it was beautiful, and uh, and then I went and met some uh, some buddies of mine for a dawn patrol golf game. Oh, golf match because um, they're allowing people on course. We you, know, you have to carry your clubs. You can't take a cart or anything. And that's good. Doing, we still maintain social distancing, but at least we could get out. So I I did that which was great because we were done by like 10 in the morning. It was so easy. And then um, I was, I honestly, I was really touched. Uh, yesterday was really, really nice because people sent a lot of, uh, I heard from a lot of people, a lot of friends and family and a lot of people I hadn't heard from forever and just nice people sen- sending out nice messages. And it was just really cool. And then I saw so I was responding to everybody because I didn't want to shortchange anybody. I wanted to engage with everybody. So yeah, a lot of messaging back and forth. And then, um, played a little catch with my boy, had some, uh, had some nice dinner with the fam, and then, uh, uh, and then a, a nice uh, ice cold Guinness and a hot tub. That's it. That's how you do it. <laughs> Hell yeah, that is a good birthday. I'm sure we won't get you know, to. I'm sure we won't get to all of them by name, but I just want to point out, um, and Rob can read them himself. But a lot of uh, Riggles Picks fans reaching out with the uh, birthday wishes as well. I. Uh, oh. I put out oh, yesterday really nice. for, for questions just coincidentally, and a lot of people uh, came in hot with the birthday wishes. So thank you to all you guys. Coming in hot. Well, I'm very, uh, very grateful to everybody who, who uh, sent me a birthday wish. Uh, thank you very much. You know, I didn't realize that you and my grandmother, my grandmother who just passed or like late last year, you guys have the same birthday. Really? Yeah, I didn't realize that. And that you also have the same birthday as Queen Elizabeth, which makes me laugh so hard because you guys have the same size mustache right now. But <laughs> Ooh, they're going to get you. All those English people are going to get you now. Now we're going to we're gonna pull this podcast off of, off of our England feed. Hello! Hello! <laughs> I'm sorry. Thank you so much. No. Oh. Um, everybody to me in England sounds like Adele. You know how Adele yes. has like the most beautiful singing voice, but she has that Cockney accent. So she's like, thank you. Thank you so much. Like when she like, the words. You're like, oh my God. Does, you have the voice of an angel until you talk. She, she sings like an absolute angel. And then the second she talks, I feel like I'm in some underground pool hall. Yeah. In, in in the you know east end of london or something yeah what was that like weird irish like boxing movie what was that called like um snatch yeah, yeah. no snatch 
Snatch. Right? Yeah, Snatch. Yeah, with Brad Pitt. I said no, Snatch. Like you said it wrong. <laughs> you said it right. <laughs> Ew, maybe I'll put the whiskey down for a second. <laughs> nah. No, don't. What are you, crazy? Nah. Drinking. Getting loaded, day drinking, having a whiskey, don't like it. So he can hold the baby and I won't drop him. Yeah. Um, Yeah, snatch. That's how I feel like everybody sounds sometimes. Anyway, happy birthday to you, Rob. I'm very happy that you had a lovely time and a quarantine birthday, which is kind of cool. A cool way to remember such a landmark birthday and like that's so cool and i'm happy for you yes thank you thank you thank you thank you um and i will take it to the streets when this whole when all this <laughs> when this cloud of, of, of the vid slides on by i'm going to take it to the streets in a karate gi that says <laughs> my birthday assholes and i'm going to come in doing all kinds of kicks and violence and yeah, that's so. That's what Mastros has to look forward to. Did you, by any chance, wear your karate gi to get the mail this week? Like I asked you to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're my, they're, I did. My, they're my pajamas. They're my everyday clothes. They're my chilling out clothes. I'm always in a gi now. Oh my god! I posted a photo last week of my dad in his karate gi. Yes, uh, I saw his that. Birthday. It was his 69th birthday, so I'm sure Gronk is happy for him, and that's it. Uh, but, like, uh, somebody pe- – people asked me if it was Jean-Claude Van Damme, and oh, my God. Like, you could not you tell your dad. You got to tell your dad. Comparison for my dad. Like, my dad is just like, I mean, I don't think that's totally true. You know, like, he won't completely deny it, but he's like, I kind of look like John Buck. You know, I like a lot <laughs> You know, that's the best. That's the yeah. best. I look like him at it. Speaking of speaking of uh, uh, speaking of sixty nine and Gronk. Um, oh God! Guess what, friends? Yeah, he's back. Um, for everybody who doesn't know, um, you're living under a rock because uh, <laughs> uh, it's the, the only thing people have been talking about for the last twenty four hours. Uh, Rob Rob Gronkowski, the uh, very famous and flamboyant and outspoken and uh, um, rambunctious tight end for the Patriots, uh, who who retired and spent last year on Fox NFL with me, actually. Yeah, I was going to say. And then uh, he just announced he's he's going to follow Tom down to the to the Buccaneers and play football again. So now you've got uh, Gronk and Brady back together again in the same uniform. I'm telling you, all those teams in the NFC South are starting to sweat. Yeah, you know what's really fun? When those two guys come to your division together. <laughs> you know, that's what's super fun. You're, it's like, oh, cool. Brady and Gronk back together. Where are they going to play? What They're going to play for the team that we were able to beat twice. A, okay, the, the one team we could beat twice yeah the one you counted on for the w's yeah the one we were like okay we have two wins for sure so let's see (laughs) if we can get another 10 12 i was a victim i was a victim of this when peyton manning came to play for the broncos yeah you know our team was revving up to, to to win the afc west we were you know definitely the top team and then all of a sudden 
Peyton Manning shows up and starts slinging that hash like he does. And <laughs> all of a sudden we're in second place in the division and, you know, lucky to get wild card spots. And I was like, just retire, retire. <laughs> and as soon as he did. Geez. Do you think that Gronk came back to play with Brady or he's just like, oh, Tampa Bay is the strip club capital of the world. Perhaps I'll just go play for Tampa regardless. It's just kind of sure. cool that Tom plays there. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's, there's no way of knowing for sure. There's no way of knowing. <laughs> for sure. Truly. Um, the historians will decide years from now. It'll be debated. Um, my friend, but, uh, my very good friend, Patrick McCullough, who's my writing partner and like one of the funniest people I know, he was tweeting that like the only reason Gronk came back is because cruise ships and bars are closed. So now he has all this extra time on his hands. <laughs> That's pretty great. That's very funny. That is like my favorite joke about all of this. Like so funny. Like, <laughs> but it's really it's spot on. It's perfect. It's spot on. But I, I mean, it is going to be very cool to see the two of them back together again. Like, I really did not think that Gronk was going to come back to the NFL. So, and he is so fun for the game. And I think him coming back, especially to Tampa, especially with Bruce Arians, I think this is all just this is this is us finding out that like playing for new England is not fun. It is work. It's like, and, and if you're going to be in the NFL, you need to decide, do you want to win or do you want to have fun? Yeah. Does it want to feel and like I think everybody, job? everybody wants that ring. So everybody's going to want to win. I mean, right. you know, so and, even though it's a machine and it's a system and right. you know, you're, you're, you're a cog in the wheel. Yeah. Um, you still, if you go there, you, you get to play in nine Super Bowls. Right. Nine. Nine, and you get and to win six of them. And I think it's so, great for people that want to win a Super Bowl, and they know they they can go there and they have a great chance of winning a Super Bowl. But once you've won a couple, like Gronk had, you know, like are you like, do you care anymore? Do you still want? Do you you love the game? You still want to play, but it's not fun anymore, you know. And you've already gotten that golden ring, so yeah, it I makes think, sense. I think you're absolutely right. I think yeah. that's what happened. I think that's what happened. I think Gronk, you know, he got what three rings with Brady, um, or two rings with Brady. I don't know what yeah, it was, but he played in a lot of Super Bowls with him. But I think he got two or three rings with him, and then uh, his body was shattered. Do you remember he hyperextended his elbow? Yeah. It looked like he had a fake uh, robotic arm on. His mm-hmm. knees were banged up. His back was shattered. He, his his head had been thrown into the astroturf too many times. So I understand. Like he, he took that year off and let his body heal. He had and won. Now he's he's feeling strong again. He had so. won three. Um, but I was also struck. I mean, as someone who's just dying for sports content right now, at just how fast it evolved. I mean, ever since my my baby was born, we don't watch a lot of late night TV, but my wife loves Watch What Happens Live. So most mornings around nine or ten, the previous night's Watch What Happens Live comes on in my living room, and I normally don't watch. But when Gronk was on, I sat down and I I checked it out. And at a certain point, 25 minutes in, there's an innocuous question about, well, how about the retirement rumors? Are you coming out? And I just I just tuned out And he, until he went, well, you never know. I'm not totally done. And it, about three hours later, it was done. He was a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Yeah. And, I mean, in real time, if you had watched that live, it would have been about, you know, 18 hours or so. But for me, it all happened in about four hours. Wow. That's wild, isn't it? It That's was crazy. Wild. By the way, 
Brady Brady has in Tampa Bay a pretty good receiving core. Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's got a, he's got a, and so he's got weapons. Like I, it's I know it sucks for you uh, being yeah. a Falcons fan, but it's it makes for really exciting, fun, new intrigue in football. How is how good is that team if they don't have to worry about thirty five interceptions being thrown? You know what I mean? Like how how much better really is good. that defense if if they're making you know if they're making stops with the, you know it's the offense that's allowing people to score. It's not even the defense in Tampa Bay. Yeah. So thirty five turnovers that's just nuts. So I think you're right. I think I think they're obviously a playoff team. Well, I shouldn't say obviously, but I think they're a playoff team, and I think they're a deep run. Well, just with Mike Evans and Godwin by themselves, you know what I mean? Like, they're already a great offensive team. And then to bring in Brady and Grant, it's like, oh, my God. You know what I mean? Like, it's just it's just incredible what – and I, I think people what, like Bruce Arians. I think they like playing for him. Every interview I've ever seen with him is incredible. Like, he's such a proponent of – of women in the sport. He was like the first person to hire a female coach. He's like, he's like so adamant about it. He's, you know, um, he's, he's, he's just so much more advanced uh, to me mentally when it, you know, or more liberal when it comes to the sport, like he, he, he really thinks things through and he's, he's so inclusive. So I think people love playing for him. They want to play for him and they'll down their sword for him. And so I think, you know, I had I never saw Tampa Bay coming with with Brady. I never saw it. I was like, for sure, San Francisco, for sure, the Chargers, for sure, the Rams. And then all of a sudden it's Tampa Bay. And I'm like, where did that come from? And then I think Bruce Arians and I'm like, who does want to play for Bruce Arians? Like, he's an incredible yeah. man. Yeah, I think I think I think I think you're right. I absolutely agree. Um, speaking of, I heard you mention the Chargers. Gary, oh, as everybody knows, Gary is a, a diehard Charger fan, lifelong Charger fan. And I suffering. I'm not. Um, but I will say this. Mm-hmm. Um, they got new uniforms today. And even though I don't care for the team, I like the uniforms. They did. I like it a lot. They did. Are you excited, Gary? I'm over the moon. This is the first time ah! first time in my lifetime they've done something right that I can remember. <laughs> I, the uniforms uh, are killer. I sent you guys a picture that we'll post on our Facebook page. And uh, in my opinion, uh, one, four, and six are the three that are absolutely the best. The uh, the white and blue as a home, white uh, white uh, pants with a blue top, all white for away, and that dark blue color rush. The other color Whoa. rush is good, but it looks a lot like Ram colors. But uh, oh, yeah. they're just they're oh they're perfect, and they put that the numbers dark, back on the, the lightning bolt. The, the solid, the solid, uh, like the navy blue one, uh, with the yeah. but there it, it has Rams colors. I give you that. But the lightning bolts on the helmet, the lightning bolts on the thigh, and that that blue one, that navy blue one, the second to the last is uh, that's their Thursday night football uniform. Yep. You won't yeah. ever see it again. It'll be, it'll be Thursday night football. And you won't see that. But everything else is. It looks great, man. It they, looks great. And they put the numbers back on the hats, which is an, a, a good homage to the old school. There's just there's so much good about current updates and paying off, uh, homage to the to the earlier eras. I just I couldn't be happier. A plus. Yeah, I was uh, when I saw it. I, I I had to admit it. I had to say, yeah. Uh, and you know I'm not a fan, but I was like, yeah, they, they got it right. They got it really right. 
they got it really right. They did a good, they did a really good job. Yeah, I know. People are still trolling the Falcons new ones and I don't hate them, but I see the, I see the issues. Uh-huh. Whereas like the chargers went and made like a completely new, like super advanced, like forward thinking. And I feel like the Falcons took a step back, but wow. Good job, Gare. At least you have that to look forward to. That's really all I have to look forward to as far as the NFL goes. And I don't know. Well, we'll see. Hopefully when that the draft changes. Starts, yeah. You know, the draft is tomorrow. We're recording this on a Wednesday. The draft starts tomorrow. And like, who knows what's going to happen for you guys in the draft. I am cautiously optimistic, but as a Chargers fan, I'm, it's very cautious. Well, Man, I think, good thing, I think good things will happen for you. I think you guys are, you guys are obviously you're rebuilding. So you'll, you know, you'll get the right pieces and, Hey, you'll have a young team, and that's that's key, man. That, that is key, but I feel a lot like Sarah in that, you know, I, I wouldn't want to be in Tampa Bay's uh, division, but I'm, I'm also not fond of being in Rob's division right now. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that the Chargers are going to go QB first? I think that that would be advisable, but I a lot of the chatter around it seems to suggest they may not. Really? Why? Well, they're the Chargers, and they can't seem to make the right decision. <laughs> so I just don't know. I mean, you know, I, I, I would be very pleased if they were to take a quarterback, but historically the Chargers taking a quarterback in the first round has not gone very well. The last time we did that uh, was Ryan Leaf, I believe. I might be missing someone. That's certainly the most no, infamous guys, one. Well, you guys wanted Eli, but yeah. Well, but okay. Eli. You know, one, I meant one that ultimately, yeah, just – yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I hope so. You know, tonight, as people listen, uh, is the first round. So uh, we'll know very soon. We'll, we'll know by next week. Yeah, it's going to be interesting because it's also like such a great quarterback draft. There's so many good quarterbacks to be taken. And so, like, who knows which one's going to be good? Exactly. So they could I all be good. They could all be shit. You know, who knows? But you got yeah. like, you got. Herbert, you got Hertz, you got Eason, you got Fromm, you got Burrow. I mean, there's so many good quarterbacks in this draft. I know he's a big question mark, but don't forget about Tua. You, you've got, you got. Oh, that's what, yeah. Didn't I not say Tua? Yeah, I didn't hear that we'll one. We'll see. But it's, that's the, but that's you know, what's hilarious looking, is that because it's know, looking like the Dolphins might not take a quarterback, which is insane to think about. But you know, then again, people like float rumors that they're not going to do something just to throw other teams off well everything you guys are describing though is is you guys are talking about who's competing for second place because the chiefs <laughs> are winning the super bowl yeah the chiefs okay. are winning the super bowl again and everybody can suck it that's what's going down they might if there's no super bowl you guys definitely might win the super bowl again you'll just be crowned re-champions because there's not gonna they might not be a super bowl I think that's the only way you guys win again. Zip it. Are you out of your mind? Yeah, I don't know. I'm just trolling you. I'm just like, I have no idea. You're knee deep in the whiskey. That's what you are. You're knee deep (laughs) in the whiskey. Hey, uh, should we talk about strange things? Yeah, you guys want to go to some turd awards? Might as well. I feel like the the, we 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 always come up a little short on time. Uh, for the turds yeah. and for the for the viewer mail, so I just want to make sure we get enough time for the, for everybody. All right, that's what I do. I'm a giver. I care. I don't <laughs> know about the rest of you guys. All right, well, let's go into some turd awards. And uh, per request from Sue Haynes, um, that's my mom. 
Think oh, just, hi, Gary. Go ahead and fire up my video because if Sue asks, she gets it. Oh, my gosh. Gary, oh, look at you. Oh, Gary. How <laughs> drinking a beer. First of all, Gary, I'm shocked there aren't like eight guitars in the back of your photo. I sold those. It's tough times. Oh, God. Look at Gary. But I'm wearing a shirt also because of Sue. Thank you, sir, for putting a shirt on. Thank you. Yeah. Gary looks like he plays a guitar without strings. Oh, there it is. You're looking great, Gary. Well, thanks, guys. It's great to see you. Um, let's see here. A Let's start with a Turd Award story that's from the world of sports a little bit that I liked. Um, let's see. A uh, California officials closed a popular skate park, skate park as a result of social distancing uh, down in San Clemente, and they decided that the best way to close it, because they had put up you know stanchions and barricades and uh, people were just ignoring them and going to skate because they're Americans, um, so they decided they were going to dump 37 tons of sand into the half pipes and the, the skating area and whatnot to try to stop people. Well, the skaters went home. Well, the skaters went home and got their dirt bikes. No. Yep. Came back and just turned it into a dirt bike park. And it was amazing. The videos online are great. And there's just, there's people doing all kinds of crazy tricks. It's, uh, it's, it's good stuff. This is why I'm an investor in a stock called American innovators, because we will not be told what to do. Okay. We're going to think outside the box and we're going to get our dirt bike and go for a ride in it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't care I what you it. fill that shit up with. I'm I'm going riding. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't get enough of this. This is so pleasing on so many levels. But one of the funny things, too, is for every law that the man creates, there's somebody's going to figure out a way around it. It's just the way it is. That's why there's cops and robbers. That's why it never stops. That's why the courts are always filled. That's why lawyers will always have a job is because they keep they keep adding. There's 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 two million laws on the books. And yet there's tons of tons of crime because everybody figures a way around it. It's unbelievable. I want to see the guy that still took a skateboard in there. Like I could still probably ride, you know, like I just, just yeah. a little slower, just a little yeah. slower today. Yeah. I do. I do different tricks now. I got a crash pack <laughs> when I fall. This is called litter box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just digging himself out. <laughs> oh, the weird it. thing is yeah i don't know like i mean I, I i appreciate the idea but i'm more impressed with the the way around it you know the ingenuity yeah i, I love that well, I, just, I just love that they they looked at it and they said well we can't do this a lot of sand still got a half pipe hey let's get our dirt bikes out that we put away back in fifth grade let's go break those off dust them off and bring them back out here by the way, who's the turd in this scenario? It's got to be the saying. government, right? Yeah. It's the government. The government? Yeah. 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 It's I not think the so. bike riders. No, the bike riders are innovative. They're they're doers. I like that. Yeah. And who caught the Rona? I guarantee it's not the people that came in to ride on the dirt bike. It's the people that came in to pour the sand. <laughs> Now, by the way, Rona is something that I've heard used as shorthand for this uh, current situation numerous times over the course of it. But earlier in this episode, Rob referred to it as the vid, which I hadn't heard that one yet. So, uh, <laughs> so bravo, sir. He, uh, the what? The, the vid. vid? The, the COVID? COVID. The vid. 
Yeah. I call it the vid. <laughs> that's a straight a, up, straight up V doll. That's some Rob Riggle stank right there. Um, all right. This that's one's MTV vid awards. This one I just thought was pretty funny. Um, coming out of Denver, a construction crew hit an underground fiber line that caused an outage of the call before you dig hotline. So now, what? what? Wait, well, there's a call before you dig. Yeah. Hotline? So if, if Chris yeah, is going to if Chris is going to go put a, a pergola in the backyard, he's supposed to call up in uh, in Denver. At least it's called eight one one, but there's a local one to whatever your city is, and someone will come out and will mark off where all the utility lines and all the all the nonsense is, so that you don't dig down and electrocute yourself or cause a power outage. Or that line will still be around in the year 3000 because that's the only time Chris is going to be able to be talented enough to put a burger in the backyard. But <laughs> fair point. That was that was the bottom of the glass speaking right there. <laughs> Maybe a little. Maybe <laughs> Gary takes another step. Uh, all right. So wait, say that again, Gary. So it's just, I don't know. It, it, I, I don't know if it's uh, even a, a turd award nominee, but I just thought it was hilarious that a construction it's crew ironic. who had not called yeah. 811 to find out where they should dig, dug down and took out the line so that no one else can call and find out either. It's just. Uh, <laughs> oh, so it's like just like a meta. Yeah. Almost like a meta. It's already a joke. It's just one of those things that made me chuckle when I uh, when I was perusing the stories online. Um, we got a. We got a bunch of uh, ones submitted by our fans. Longtime fan and uh, turd award uh, submitter Aaron DeGroat sent in one. Uh, cops in New Haven, Connecticut got a call last week about a burglary possibly in progress at a restaurant that was shut down as a result of the vid. Apparently, the manager had gone to the restaurant to check on it, and he saw a 42-year-old guy named Luis Ortiz asleep in there. As it turns out, Luis had broken in four days earlier and lived in the restaurant the whole time, eating their food and drinking their booze. And not just a little booze, he's stolen or drank 70 bottles of liquor in four days. He's been charged with burglary, larceny, and criminal mischief, and uh, he had an outstanding warrant for failure to appear as well. Rob, I didn't know you had a brother. Back it up because if I heard you correctly, you said he drank 70, seven zero <laughs> bottles of liquor in four days. Seven Look. zero. And I would like to tell the numerous people I saw mention my name in association with this story that I do not appreciate <laughs> that. I think that is uncalled for. And I pay my bills. You can go right to hell because I yes, pay my bills. Both of, Both of them. Both of them. I, I, um, I'm good. But I'm not 70 bottles in four days good. That's crazy. <laughs> That's really good. Do you think that That's guy was like, 70 bottles of beer. <laughs> liquor on the wall. <laughs> 70 bottles of liquor. Bottles <laughs> Pass it to myself. <laughs> 16 bottles my pants. <laughs> Put it back down. Crap again. Drink more liquor. <laughs> vomit. He's not even, he's just stream of consciousness at this point. He's not even, um, wow, Mr. Mr. Ortiz, police, <laughs> sir, police, with have the foolishness ever, and the 70 bottles of liquor in four days. God, have damn. you ever been to a bar and when they say, what do you have? You go, uh, the bottom shelf. <laughs> No. <laughs> that seems oh. like that's what this guy did. Uh-huh. Gary, don't answer that. Oh, Not Gary. Come on. The answer. Um, um, we have a, that guy. 
We have a... I don't know who the turd here is. The guy that stopped him or the guy that broke in? The guy that broke in is the turd. But I don't know if it's turd worthy. I mean, seven. it's it's Guinness World Record book worthy. But I don't know if it's turd worthy. We'll have to, we're, I'm going to put that. I mean, uh, I think he's on the hero board. Might be. I might be. Criminal yeah, behavior, but he's kind of like but, my hero. I mean, he, yeah, but he didn't hurt anybody except himself. He stole, but he didn't steal like cash or profits. You know what I mean? And like half of those bottles are watered down, and they're like old anyway. So like he maybe he was doing them a favor. It's still stealing. I, it's still stealing. Here's what I think. We had a term in the Marine Corps: uh, good initiative, bad judgment. I think that's. <laughs> I think that's what we're dealing with here. Okay. You guys want one more potential turd award before we move on yes, to some fan please. questions? Yes, please. All right. Um, this one's not so much funny, but it's it's definitely a turd. Uh, on Sunday, two days after Florida reopened its beaches, the police were patrolling Jacksonville Beach to enforce social distancing rules and found a 30-year-old guy uh, named Mario Gotti on the beach. It turns out he's a fugitive who's wanted in Pennsylvania for allegedly shooting and murdering a man in January. Cops figured out he had a warrant and arrested him. He's being extradited, and police tweeted out a photo of him being let off the beach in cuffs wearing an American flag bathing suit. <laughs> so what's the crime? The bathing suit or running from the yeah. law? Look, murder's bad, but don't ever wear an American flag bathing suit. That's just disrespectful. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> On your crotch, that is disrespectful. That is. That is. I mean, what did they did they like ask for his ID? And when they saw his last name was Gotti, did they just like run it through <laughs> just to make sure? Probably. Like, and you see a name like that, you're like, mm, better check. Do you remember the TV show The Gotties? Growing up, Gotti or whatever it was called. Oh, yeah. I do. They had yeah. to actually subtitle these guys. <laughs> These are American citizens, and no one could understand them. They had gone through the American education system in wherever, New York or New Jersey, and they had a subtitle because no one could understand them. Did either of you ever see the John Travolta picture where he uh, portrayed John Gotti? No. Well, no, even I I did. well, even during this quarantine, I, I suggest you don't it was widely regarded it was from about two or three years ago and it was widely regarded as one of the worst pictures ever and i put it on out of sheer curiosity and it did not get panned hard enough it is oh really dog shit <laughs> did, did you see the new capone trailer by yes, the way that looks good uh -uh. that looks really good that's tom hardy as capone so that well was... i tell you I, I saw travolta wait what did he do recently it was like the oj thing and he played one of uh oj's counsels oh, yeah yeah he, remember he played his main lawyer um yeah robert robert somebody. schimmel or shapiro no, was it shapiro or... shapiro you're right shapiro. yeah he, but he nailed that that like, was yeah. a, so amazing right. in that. that was an excellent series that uh yeah. the, you know the people versus oj simpson on fx or whatever it was called that anthology that was very yeah. very good um, By the way, are you watching the Michael Jordan one? Oh, I thank God. No, I've heard about it. I've heard about you it. You haven't watched it. that? You haven't watched no. it? Rob. Is it uh, on Netflix? What no. Is it? It, oh, it's on ESPN. It will be on it's Netflix. On it will be on Netflix eventually. It's a co-produced thing, but it's on ESPN. Go, You have to go find that tonight. It is Ten so parts, good. Ten and they're releasing two at a time every week on Sunday night. And oh, so the... Good. 
the uh, unbleeped version is on ESPN. The bleeped version is on ESPN uh, Two. Dose. And uh, it's basically, it's the last dance. It's about the, the bull, the 97, 98 bulls. And it is like, it's insanely great. So and, yeah, I want to I see it. I was told to wait, though, and binge watch it. No. Because it's going to be, be – we need to talk said, about it every week. It's it's like the talk of Sunday and Monday social media in the sports world. You're going to have to watch along because we're going to have to talk about it each week. It's actually – Sarah, thank you very much for bringing it up. I, I didn't want to derail things, but that's the first thing on our rundown for this week is The oh, Last yeah. Dance, Episode 1 and 2 discussion because that's going to be a thing. So you got to watch every Sunday, Rob. All right. Yeah, you got to check it out. It was it was so incredible. And it wasn't supposed to come out to the summer, but because of the quarantine, because there's so many people at home, they released it early and they you know, they pushed it out quicker than they wanted and it it, it has not disappointed. And next week is supposed to be Malice in the Palace week. It's like about the Bulls Pistons rivalry and like it's it's been incredible. It's so good. Wow. I can't I can't say enough positive things about it. I mean, just Rob, for sure check that out. All right, yeah. you guys want to move into listener questions? <laughs> yes. yes, please. Only because Rob hasn't seen it, so we can't talk about it as much as I'd like to. But next week, we will uh, we'll, we'll do some more on the uh, the last dance. All right, so let's do an easy transition here. We'll do a question that has a Turd Award story with it. This one comes from George Hinkle. Happy birthday, Mr. Rob Riggle. I am happy to report on another Turd Award nominee, or shall I say a Best Duo Turd nominee. I don't think this one's been submitted yet, and I can't wait to hear you all break this one down. Keep dropping them hot deuces, Rob. Keep being you, Sarah, and keep paying that bill, Gary. Thank you, George. (laughs) (laughs) I love that that people (laughs) only think you have pay one bill. It's the best. (sighs) I can't remember. This story sounds familiar to me, so it's possible we've done it before, but it's a good one nonetheless. After a night of drinking, two Arkansas men decided to test the durability of a bulletproof vest by shooting each other. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Rogers, Arkansas. That is is such an Arkansas story. It's like nothing more Arkansas than I got a bulletproof vest. You got a bulletproof vest. Let's see how fucking bulletproof this shit is. Well, hold on a second there, Sarah, because Uh it said... A bulletproof vest. (laughs) Rogers residents Charles Eugene Ferris, 50, and Christopher Hicks, 36. Christopher? Christopher. Christopher Hicks. Oh, I thought you said Christopher. Christopher Hicks, 36. Ended up in the hospital where they told investigators they were shot after they were hired for a secret mission that involved following someone through Hobbs State Park. But when Ferris's wife showed up at the hospital, she had a different story to tell. The men had been drinking on (laughs) Ferris's back porch when he asked Hicks to shoot him. Although the vest stopped the bullet, it left a painful mark on Ferris's chest. That upset Ferris. So when Hicks put on the vest, Ferris, quote, unloaded the clip into Christopher's back, according to an <gasps> affidavit. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That, that guy definitely gets a turd award nomination. Oh, like, the biggest turd award. He's such a turd. He asked him to shoot. He got shot. He has a, a, a bruise, maybe like, even a broke, a broke rib. Hurt. And then he gets mad about it, and he unloads a clip. That's like nine, ten rounds into the guy's back. back not acceptable oh you not acceptable like a man <laughs> you look me charles, eugene, charles eugene ferris is a turd watch this <laughs> yeah that goes on the board in my glass eye like a man <laughs> yeah. exactly 
You look me in my pink eye like a man. <laughs> Don't get caught awful. staring at my, my one tooth. Because I know it's hypnotic as it as it dangles to and fro when I talk. I, want I to... mean, have you ever put on a bulletproof vest and been like, does this work? Let's see. The curiosity is always there when you got one on, but but only a buffoon tested. You, you definitely know that. Anything hitting you at about thirteen hundred miles an hour, even if it's this big, uh, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna hurt. It's like it's like getting hit with a, a hammer or a bat. But it's kind of like when you get a helmet when you ride your bike. When your mom's like, "You have to wear your helmet," and then you're like, "Does this helmet work?" <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> it kind of feels like a dude thing. It's definitely yeah. not two chicks putting on a bulletproof vest and being like. Shoot me, Stephanie. Let's see if it works. I just like, on, bitch. <laughs> I just like that afterwards they got together and they were like, all right, all right. Secret mission. We were hired yeah. for a secret yeah. mission. Unbelievable. Is that more believable? And then their wife comes and is like, no, they was just drunk on the back porch. <laughs> These dickheads. They totally blew up their lie in like two seconds. <laughs> What did old Charlie tell you? He told you he's on another secret mission. Oh, that's bullshit. They were drinking out back. They were drinking shine out back. We make it right there right at the trailer park. Oh, shit, I shouldn't have said that. That is the best heard award that I've heard in a while. That's great. That's a good I one. I love that. Thank you, George Thank Hinkle. you for that. For that, George, that goes on the big board. That guy's a turd. He shot him in the back multiple times. In the back, the coward. Unloaded oh. the clip. Unbelievable. Not just one for one, it's ten for one. <laughs> All right. So we'll do a few more questions here. We let's let's see. We'll do at least two more. We got a serious one and we got a funny one. Which one do uh, you guys want first? Serious. Uh, All right. So serious. Hey Rob, this one's from TJ da- TJ Davis. Hey Rob, I've admired your work for many years. I'm a big fan of the podcast. Sarah, you as well. I'm also an NYC-based comedian, and I wanted to hear your thoughts on the UCB shutting down as a result of the coronavirus, which was a very bummer story. I'll tell you what, that was, um, it was heartbreaking to, for me personally. I, I came up at the UCB uh, many, many, many years ago. Uh, I was one of the first students they ever had. Amy Poehler, one of the founders, was my teacher. So, I, I mean, I, I learned from the best. I, I got some of the most amazing stage time. I never got paid. You never get paid at the UCB. But what I got was a master's degree in comedy, basically. And I got what everybody needs if you're going to get into show business, which is stage time. I got stage time. And it was invaluable. And the friendships I made and the opportunities that came from there, uh, you know, every time I'm back in New York, I go out of the UCB. And I, I usually play on their Sunday night show, Ask Cat. Um, when I was on the daily show every Sunday, we'd be down there when I was on SNL, we'd get, we, you know, we, we would film, you know, we'd work all week, film the show Saturday night. And yet Sunday night, the one night we had off, everybody was down at the UCB doing the ass cat show. Cause it was that much fun. Um, I was heartbroken to say the very least heartbroken. Now, does that mean they're closing the one in Los Angeles as well? No, no, just oh. New York. New York, the New York rents have skyrocketed. Right. Um, it's just so hard to, you know, it was always kind of a break-even business to begin with. They weren't putting any money away. 
Yeah. Um, and and so with this with the coronavirus, I'm sure nobody you know if you can't if they don't have anybody coming in, you can't pay your your bills. Um, so um, they, yeah. I know the I know the the founders. I, I, I'm I'm friends with all of them. Uh, Ian uh, Roberts, Matt Besser, Matt Walsh, Amy Poehler, um, and I know that they they worked day and night to find ways to make it keep yeah. it alive, keep it operating. Um, but at some point, it's just not mathematically even a possibility. So yeah. I'm I'm really thankful that the UCB out here on the West Coast is is still uh, yeah. Functioning. Well, you know, like our thoughts to them, you know, and like maybe after this is all done, like they can find a way of coming back, you know, like luckily, like comedy, like sketch comedy is a spirit. It's not like a tangible, you know, place that you need. And so hopefully the comedy stays alive and, it, it you know, luckily what they've taught will last a lifetime and we can see it in you. We can see it in all their other students. And so I'm just so grateful that they were there as long as they were. Yeah, absolutely. And, and when I first got to New York, I tried stand up and I, I, I didn't like it. I hated it. Um, and and th- it was nice to have another outlet. You yeah. know, there was there was a, an improv uh, group called Chicago City Limits, but it was short form improv. It was like songs and games like you see on Whose Line Is It Anyway? Yeah. And the UCB brought that Chicago improv Olympics, second city, long form improv and sketch comedy. They brought that to New York, which didn't have a scene like that at all and created this, this thing that ran for 20 plus years. And, uh, you know, it was such a nice outlet because then after I got more confidence being on stage and, and understanding comedy a little more and understanding my own voice, then I went back to stand up and found it to be much more enjoyable. And right. it was a totally different experience um, and being able to write for it and being able to do things like that. So, yeah, it was it was it was great. And I'm, I'm you know, like I said, I'm brokenhearted because uh, I think it provides a lot of a lot of opportunity for young artists in, in New York. Yep, that was a very sad one. Um, all right. I lied. We're going to do two more real fast. This one's from Stephanie Blaine, and she said she's really enjoying Global Investigator, which I think you might be able to watch tonight on Discovery. That's right. Last episode, um, uh, we, we only filmed six um, one-hour episodes. Uh, it's on 11 p.m. They kind of they've been messing with the times. So um, 11 p.m. Um, but I think they show multiple episodes on thir- on you know tonight Thursday night. So um, just go to Discovery Channel and you'll catch you'll catch one of them. But the, at the 11 o'clock uh, East Coast time, I believe, is when the uh, the new episode shows. That is true. All right. And Stephanie, who is our resident artist in uh, in training, also included some uh, ideas for season two. Amelia Earhart's plane, the lost colony of Roanoke, uh, the Bermuda oh. Triangle. And uh, she also included, as she is wont to do, this illustration of Rob Riggle as the global investigator. And, wow. Uh, wow. I like that. Awesome, That's as nice. always. That's so good. Yeah. Amazing. So thank I you. Think we, Stephanie, I think we think alike because to be honest with you, I was, uh, if they give us a second season, nothing's guaranteed and, and I hope they do. But if they give us a second season, um, Amelia Earhart's playing was something I definitely wanted to look into. So that's, uh, that's very good. I like Stephanie, that. if you can make another drawing with Rob's disgusting mustache, that would be neat. <laughs> hey, you broke up because like- it sounded like you, you said something about my mustache. 
Nope. I was just talking with Stephanie. Just one-on-one. Oh, nice. Yeah, the little girl. But you did say something about the... Nope. You probably couldn't hear me because your mustache is growing into your ears. (laughs) (laughs) All right, last one. Um, I'm not going to let you hurt me today. (laughs) It's not your birthday anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I get one day a year. I get one day a year. Yeah, we didn't we didn't record that day, so that ain't my problem. <laughs> oh, I pay my bills, all three of them. <laughs> wow, that's that's a lot. That's a lot. She's big time. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, we we got a lot more. So thank you to everyone who sent them in, and we'll uh, we'll keep them on the list. But the last one before we run out of time here is from Paul Kingsford. If you had to choose between loudly farting every time you orgasmed or orgasming every time you fart, which one would you choose? My wife chose fart every time if she orgasms as apparently I don't make it happen often enough to be an issue. So thank you, Paul Kingsford. So uh, break it down for me again. If you orgasm, what is it again? Every time you fart or loudly fart every time you orgasm. Now, I got I to say every time I orgasm, a fart slips. That's the, that's the path I go. Because otherwise, you know, you're driving down the road. You're not prepared for this. You, you, you lean over and let a little something out. And then all of a sudden you, you soil yourself and you're on the way to an important meeting and you got khakis on and now everybody knows you ejaculated. That's bad news. See, if you fart in bed while you're doing it and you're like, now I'm going to have my orgasm. And I always like to announce now I'm going to have my orgasm. Um, and I fart. It just makes more sense that way. I think I'm right on this. Well, uh, I would do the opposite. I think I would would rather orgasm every time I fart because I've had to eat a lot of protein and flaxseed to keep my milk coming in. And uh, it hasn't been uh, very sexy around here. So I I need, I need, uh, no, more love on my own, I guess you could say. So yeah, I would so rather need, have the opposite. You're gonna, I'd rather you're gonna fart yourself your, to happiness. Yeah, just go in my bathroom, <laughs> blow out the candles with my butt like I've been doing, and then <laughs> have a little happiness uh, in the front. What about you, Gary? I'm so glad I asked this question. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I think I'm with Sorry, you, Rob. Dad, I know you're listening, but like. I think I'm with Rob just for, for practical reasons, but uh, <laughs> I can certainly respect Sarah's answer. Um, you know, given we're both work, we're all working with a different uh, set of outcomes, uh, depending on, you know. And I will say this, Sarah, I will say when you said you were going to go opposite of me, I thought it was just for shits and giggles, but you actually made a cogent point. Yeah. Uh, you have some real issues going on. And you, <laughs> you need, you need to cut the cheese to get, to get where you need to get. And I respect that. <laughs> Well, yeah, I have to, yeah, you, you have to eat certain things to make more milk in your body. And I've been making these. Quit, quit, quit describing that. Quit describing that. <laughs> well, they're called lactation balls. And then my boyfriend keeps eating like half of them because, which now he won't let me call them lactation balls. He makes me call them protein bites. <laughs> they're not. All right. Anyway. Well, um, that was Riggle's fix. <laughs> <laughs> well i think we guys i think we cleared up a lot today really i think so we, much we sports talk yeah um well another another successful wriggles picks guys 
yeah. well, hey, thanks for joining us. Uh, until next week, I'm Rob Riggle. I'm Sarah Tiana. And for Gary, try, 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 try